Hello everyone, I'm Jonathan Little. I'm here today with episode 307 of Weekly Poker Hand. Today we have a hand that I played in a 2550 No Limit Hold'em cash game on Poker Night in America. They put on a lot of great shows. Check them out if you have not. And I am in the, what am I, button cutoff hijack seat with ace-queen offsuit. And I like to raise it up to $150 out of my roughly $9,000 stack. I think I started with $10,000, so I'm down a little bit. And, um, you know, ace-queen offsuit is great. I'm going to be raising it virtually every time. Folds around to Gonzalez on the button, who is a bit of a maniac. He's a little bit loose-aggressive. He's not afraid to get in there and battle. So I made it 150, and now he has 7-6 offsuit on the button and elects to 3-bet. You all know me. I think that's way too wide because, well, I'm opening reasonable hands. If I'm opening reasonable hands, he just cannot get too out of line. And... 7-6 offsuit is way out of line. So in this spot, I'd be 3-betting some stuff like maybe 7-5 suited or jack-8 suited, but 7-6 offsuit is bad. You do not ever, ever, ever need to play the bad hands. I know it's fun, I know it's exciting, but it's just not required. So, background to me, I am just going to call here. While I do realize Gonzalez is a little bit loose, a little bit aggressive, I'm not going to 4-bet, because if I 4-bet, then he gets to fold out all of his garbage or like rip it all in, which would be... Tough. I don't know if I'd be calling it off for 180 big blinds with the ace-queen if he rips it in. And if he does call, I really have no way of knowing where he stands. So I'm just going to call pre-flop and try to get a good flop. And if I get a good flop, I can easily stick around. So I do call. The 450 pots actually made it 350, so a little bit less. Let's talk about that real quick. Um, whenever I make it 150, if he's going to re-raise, he wants to make it at least 450 so he has some fold equity and given we're kind of deep stacked he probably wants to go even a little bit more because when he makes it 350 i have to put in 200 dollars to call and i'm going to call with literally everything so why do you want me to have to stay in the pot with all of my reasonably strong range it just doesn't make sense right you would much rather me fold out some stuff like say i did have ace 10 offsuit or king 10 offsuit or you know nine seven suited he wants me to fold out these hands and you're only going to get that done if you raise to 550 or so in this scenario. So if you are going to be three betting in this spot, definitely make it a little bit bigger. So I call. Flop comes, giving me the nuts. Ace, queen, four. No flush draw. I have the ace, queen. I'm sorry. Did I say ace, queen, four? Ace, four, two. Doesn't matter. Top pair. Good kickers. Good enough. Um, ace, four, two. I have the ace, queen. I'm going to check every time. And then I am going to check call. And immediately, I already know. I'm going to be check calling down. You can turn off the video if you'd like. This is a spot where pretty much no matter how the board runs out, unless it comes off like five, six, or three, five. I mean, even on three, five, I still stick around and end up paying them off. But this is a spot where I'm really just not folding very often at all. And that's great. It's great to have a strong range such that you have very simple decisions with some of your range. Um, notice I'm not going to raise him at any point in this hand because, well, first off, I could be beat. He could have ace-four, ace-two, five-three offsuit for all I know. And also, I really want to do everything I can to keep him in with his bluffs. Now, I didn't know much about Gonzalez besides I knew he, I don't think he's a professional player, but he does play a lot. I know he's loose. I know he's splashy. So against someone like that, you really want to do everything you can to keep their range as wide as you can. And you do that by checking and then calling. And when you check call, don't just like snap check call the flop like, haha, gotcha. You know, instead, take it a little bit slow. Turn is a four. I'm going to check. At this point, I could still have middle pocket pairs. I could have, well, a four if I had some. I could have an ace, right? But I obviously have something here. So if he is going to bluff, 
How much should he bet? This is an interesting scenario for him because if I have an ace, he's gonna have a tough time getting me to fold unless he blasted on the river. So pot's 1,500, we have 8,700 left. Oh man, if, I, if you told me I must bluff here, I think I would go medium in this scenario, like 800, and then I would overbet the river. Very big, perhaps all in. I mean, that's really the only way you're ever gonna get me to fold any ace here. If I have any ace, I'm always going to call down. So medium bet on the turn will likely still get called by hand like pocket queens. And then a big bet on the river is definitely gonna get the queens to fold and it may even get the aces to fold. I already told you I'm not gonna fold. But I mean, I can tell you, if he elects to put me all in here, I'm at least going to consider it. And most players who are not um, a bit of a calling station like me are definitely going to consider it. So if he is going to be betting in this situation, I like a medium bet to keep my calling range a little bit wide still with the idea of jamming the river. Now, what should he actually be betting with in this scenario? So if he's playing a reasonable strategy, his betting range here should be just good aces, fours if he has any, and then flush draws. I guess we had something like king five or queen three suited for a gut shot. He could be betting with those two. But if you give him a reasonable three betting range preflop, it really should just be six five suited if he has it and um, flush draws for bluffs. You're going to find that if you're betting much more than that, you're just going to be way out of balance. You're going to have way too many bluffs. And then you're just going to be very easy to play against against people who are going to be checking their top pairs on the flop and just check calling because their range is going to be structured well enough to where you are not going to make them fold nearly often enough for it to be profitable. All right, so he check, I check he bets 1,100 on the turn. They're going to show me an ad now. Okay, one second. The morals of the internet. If you're listening to this on iTunes, they just decided to show me an ad. So I um, checked, and then it took me a little bit of time to call this turn bet. I think that's very important. Whenever you are playing live poker, you want to do everything you can to make your opponent think you have a questionable decision. Like, oh, I have pocket queens, I guess I'll call. Or I will have, or I have ace five, I guess I'll call. So you don't want to do anything to make your opponent just think you must have the nuts. So river is a 10. Pot's 3,700. I have 7,600 left. I think if he is going to bluff here, he probably just wants to put me all in for 2x pot. I know that is a sizable bet. I know most people don't do that. And uh, that would certainly put my whole range, at least in a marginal spot. Now, let's be real here. I still would have called the ace-queen. But if I had something like ace-nine suited, it's way dicier, right? Um, it, it's interesting because he may literally never make that better. If he does make the, the 2x pot bet, it may only be with nuts. And if that's the case, then I just you know pay him off poorly in those instances. But I do think it is a spot where if you make a bet, you need to be betting pretty big because you're trying to get some aces to fold. If you're trying to get a hand like kings to fold, you can actually go much smaller, right? So if pot's uh, 3,700, you can go something like 2,600, 2,500. So in this scenario, I think you either want to use a small-ish bet, well, medium-ish bet size, like 2,500 into the 3,700 pot, or if you're trying to get a lot of hands to fold, which I think you probably should because I'm always calling pre-flop with a lot of ace-x suited. I'm always check calling the flop. I'm always check calling the turn with the ace. If you're trying to get those hands to fold, you probably just have to go all in. And this is a spot where a lot of people mess up. They don't go all in, they go smaller. And that results in me calling with almost all of my range. And that's clearly not a good result for you if you are over bluffing as Gonzalez definitely is because he's three betting the seven, six offsuit pre-flop and then barreling in a scenario where he has no hand, no draw. So anyway, easy call for me. In this spot, I actually called relatively quickly. I think I should have taken just a little bit longer. You always want to do everything you can within reason 
to make your opponents think that you were considering a fold, which obviously I'm not. I'm telling you all right here, I'm not ever folding this hand. But if you are playing against players who love to bluff, you want to do everything you can to make them think that their bluff was close to succeeding because then they'll try it again in the future, right? You want your opponent three betting the seven six and three barreling the flop. That is exactly what you want in poker. And if you have that, you'll do very well, assuming you don't make bad folds. Um, so I, I called it kind of quick here, and that was a mistake. I, you know, in reality, I probably just didn't want to feel like I was slow rolling him. But a lot of people will think that I'm actually close to folding here because I actually do think in a lot of live cash games, people do make tight folds. They would fold in like ace-queen in this spot. I don't think I, I think it'd be absurdly bad. But if you give it just a little bit more thought, like, oh, gosh, this is, this is unfortunate. I guess I have to call. Then... I think that's going to result in your opponent continuing to bluff you more in the future, and that's obviously going to be way better than if you just snap him off and say, ha ha, gotcha, your bluff was awful, right? Don't do that. And that's what I see a lot of like egotistical idiot kids or some egotistical idiot grown-ups doing. So do not do that. Always be nice to your opponents. Always be friendly. Always be kind. And um, you'll always be invited back to play again. So that's going to be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. I hope you enjoyed it. Good luck in your games. Have fun. If you've not already, check out my training site, pokercoaching.com. We go through hands like this and explain the whole thought process for why you literally should never, ever, ever fold top pair in these spots and much, much more. Good luck in your games. Have fun. And I will talk to you next week.